But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, put your sticker stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today. Welcome to the Game Six ALCS post game show. I, I am, I, 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 I'm kind of thrilled. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm thrilled. Maybe I'm not thrilled. I don't know. No, I'm thrilled. I am. I am. I am pleased to to be joined by a a colleague, somebody who I respect a lot. Somebody who I'm I'm excited to do a post game show with, Sean Bajani. Welcome, welcome to the Lima Time Time post game show. This is this is an exciting time for for me personally. Oh, man, thank you. It's an exciting time for all of us. But man, I appreciate you having me on. I've never been on before, so uh, you know this is uh, this is probably the best time ever to come on and uh, and do this show. I'm, I'm excited too. I mean, are you, I don't. I'm trying to reel myself in. And, and and be like be like be a journalist and be just measured and and just trying to take it all in and have a uh, yeah a measured response to this. I mean, I I want to just jump around and go go ape shit. I mean, how, how do you feel after after watching Jose Altuve do that? Well, go ahead and do that because that's what I did. <laughs> I just jumped around and went nuts with my wife, man. That was crazy. Uh, that I have to tell you, it was while we shouldn't be shocked that that kind of thing could happen with Jose Altuve because we've seen it done before with him. We've seen it with Springer. We've seen it with Correa. You, you should. You, you can't ever expect that to happen because. The other guy is really good, too. The other team is really good, too. And they had momentum going for them as well. Um, about as much as you could possibly have on the road in a hostile environment, in a closeout game. Um, but, damn, that's what made it so special. I mean, Jeff Luno said it himself after the game. This is storybook stuff. Josh Reddick said it was magical. Um, I mean, it's it's one of those things you you want to have happen in the back of your mind, but you don't really want to say it because you don't want to jinx it. But when it happens, it's 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 not shocking. <laughs> it's it's just everything you wanted it to be and more. It was awesome, right? I mean, is 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 it time with this with this team with it with the Houston Astros the way they're constructed with the with the guys that they have that that Luno has put on this team is it time for us to expect that and and and, and I, I don't want it to, I don't want to come off like 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 oh yeah we expect to win every time we expect these magical walkoffs but is it time to shift the paradigm from being Oh no! What's going to happen to to cost the Astros a pennant? To to shift that from that 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 standpoint to the point where it's like, yeah, what are we going to do to win this? Because because the Astros are are winners, and because that's what they are now. I mean, I mean, what do you what do you feel about that? I I think we're there. 
I think we're there. I mean, I know a lot of people, and I still have some reservations myself about Roberto Osuna. So if you want to have, I, I don't think you can ever like completely extract like that mentality. Like, you know, all right, well, who's going to cost us, or what's going to cost us? It's it, 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 there's 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 always there's always maybe like that guy or two that you don't really ever feel like that comfortable with. And I think there are two guys right now, both uh, on different sides of the baseball one, Roberto Osuna and two Jordan Alvarez. Um, But this team is the best team in baseball. (laughs) They just flat out are. And they proved once again that, Jeff Luno, the way that he constructed this team, as deep as they are, any one of them, no matter what kind of uh, hitless streak they're on, no matter what kind of struggle they're going through, anybody can come up in a big-time situation at any point in time. That's the playoffs. That's playoff baseball. It happens every single year. And just so happens tonight, game six, it was Jose Altuve's turn again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not completely off Roberto Osuna. I, uh, th- there are definitely questions, and there are definitely questions about Jordan Alvarez. And, and I, I'd like to stay on Jordan Alvarez for a second. And like, I, I'm sure everybody listening to this that's that's wanting to celebrate. Look, go ahead and celebrate. We we won the pennant. So if if you are listening to this, and 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 the people that are listening to this are uh, Sean, these are people that have paid to our uh, our limited time time Patreon. So the, these are people that have that have given us money to uh, to, to listen to these shows. So it's so like they're they're more important than regular people. Um, no, I, I just like yeah. So cel- celebrate the pennant. We're we're all we all want to jump around. And uh, I mean, uh, what is your what is your real opinion on Jordan Alvarez? Because I, I think that I, I had I, I had a bunch of different a, a bunch of different opinions going into this game, and, and and I and I hold those those opinions even now that like that he's just run into a wall, that he's not used to playing these many games, and and that you know that. Teams have gotten more tape on him, and they can, and they can, they've seen what he's what he's capable of, and what he's susceptible to, and I, I just, I, I'm not off Jordan Alvarez yet, although that one for twenty two or whatever, whatever it ended up being, was not ideal, but uh, he's one of those guys that if he goes for a stretch like that. Uh, that's a guy that you leave in the you leave in the lineup for that one spot <laughs> when there's two men on base and he hits a, a three run home run or or whatever. That uh, I I just I I feel like that Jordan Alvarez is, is that kind of guy that where you just you you just uh, you just let you let you let fate run its course. Yeah, but it wasn't tonight. No, it definitely was not. It, it wasn't tonight. AJ Hinch went ahead and made that move with a man. What was it? A man or two men on base? And yes, yes. Which which surprised me. 
It, 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 for for whatever reason, it surprised me. Even though, like, ra- from from a rational standpoint, it doesn't. But I was just like, "Oh, really? We're gonna we're gonna do this for for Ledmus Diaz?" Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I can't say I was completely surprised, but I couldn't wait to ask you this question. We knew his struggles. It was one for 22 since game five of the ALDS, 11 strikeouts. Now it's one for 25 with 13 strikeouts. Uh, it hasn't been good. John Smoltz during the broadcast tonight, um, you know, was talking about his struggles and alluded to the fact that, look, his swing maybe has gotten a little longer. And, you know, pitchers see that and they're taking advantage of it with um, fastballs up and in. And they know he's pressing at the plate and they're able to bite with breaking balls down and in or down and away on him. And he's been swinging at every single one of them, especially against lefties. And so it's been really difficult. I thought tonight that the move by A.J. Hinch to um, pinch hit Aledmus Diaz for Alvarez was more about the lefty-righty matchup than it was about anything else. Because if it was really about Jordan pressing and not having good at-bats, well, AJ'd seen that 22 times already. Right. Jordan Alvarez has not hit a whole bunch of balls hard like uh, Yuli Gurriel has, like Alex Bregman had, like Carlos Correa right. had, has simply yielded no results. Jordan Alvarez has flailed at balls, at literally balls, not in the strike zone, and he's just had some terrible at-bats. And so I thought that was more about the matchup tonight. And unfortunately for the Strohs, it didn't work out. That would have been great to get insurance runs. But... I think Hinch is a ride-or-die guy with Jordan Alvarez, and he's got a couple of days to get in the film room, to rest up, relax, get in the cages, and work on his stuff um, and, and prepare uh, for the Washington Nationals, which is going to be an incredible challenge with um, Scherzer and Strasburg and Anibal Sanchez and that bullpen that they've got going on over there. But they're home to start the World Series, and I still believe – that Jordan Alvarez, while he's a rookie, 22, only played in 87 Major League Baseball games before the postseason this year, has proven to this point that he knows and is able to adjust. I mean, I don't think it's fluky to go back and look at his numbers and say, here's a guy who didn't go more than two games all season long without a hit until the final stretch when he went four straight without a hit. And then guess what he did against Tampa Bay? Hit 316, four-game hitting streak. And since game five of that series, yeah, he slid, but I think he can get it back on course. Yeah, I, you know what? I I completely agree with that. And and and, and I think that, like, when it, when it comes to, to, to Jordan Alvarez, I... I and and I said this in the pregame show that that we did with with our good friend Joshua. I'm just gonna call him Joshua. That's what that's what I call him, Joshua. He's a, he's a tree. It's Joshua Tree. No, but uh, but I AJ Hinch. If AJ Hinch had an any inkling that Jordan Alvarez was not the play and that he was overmatched. And there was anything, there was another play that would make the Astros more advantageous. Uh, he would have done it. 
so I, I, I don't know if that's more of a, uh, a testament to, to Jordan or if it's to the, the team itself. But, I mean, even even during this game, I got into, like, not, not really arguments, uh, but on, on, on Facebook, there were some people that, that posted some stuff about Jordan, and I just I had some, some ple- let's say some pleasant responses that I, some pleasant disagreements with, with, with some of the posts and uh, uh, about, about Jordan. And I, I think that, I think that what AJ Hinch, uh, the, 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 the way that he, he played it is in line with the way I felt about it is like, what is, what's a higher upside? Like taking Jordan out, what is the upside of that? Like you have you have a Kyle Tucker, and then you have I mean that's pretty much it. It's it's Kyle Tucker, and you had a Ledmus Diaz who eventually did pinch it for him. But there there's no there's no play there. A guy that dominated during the regular season, and it had the, I mean arguably the the best rookie campaign that that we've ever seen or that anybody's ever seen in terms of major league baseball i, I mean i you you leave him in there and you let him if, let him figure it out because there's no other alternative and that's and that's what i feel about that on that um i i mean i i can't disagree with that i can't disagree with that at all it because no matter what you did if you were aj hinch if you benched him before this game then that says more about your your lack of faith in alvarez more than it does about maybe your faith in a kyle tucker who would have been the beneficiary of such a move because at that point you probably would have designated hit michael brantley then that amazing play, the catch and throw double play, doesn't happen tonight, presumably. <laughs> right. Um, but that would have been like the only play for me. You, you DH Brantley, um, and you move the outfield around a little bit. You probably put Tucker in right, and you have uh, Reddick in left. Um, that's that's kind of how I saw that going. If in fact they'd made a move, but I'm glad he didn't make the move. And look, sometimes things change during the course of a game. We could be totally wrong about this whole thing. You know, Hinch was adamant, and it was probably one of the first three questions he was asked after last night's loss about Alvarez playing today. And he said, yep, he'll be in the lineup batting seventh at DH. And, you know, as, as much as he wanted to show Alvarez that he believes in him, that also says to me, maybe something that, you know, Hinch, that was, that was a mental play for Hinch to say that last night, to be the guy that is going to stand by his players, no matter what through thick or thin, because they got this. They've got other great hitters, other great players on the team that are going to pick them up, which they did uh, for much of this series, much of the ball game tonight. But in a big spot, when you want insurance, when you need insurance runs, and it proved as much tonight, that would have been a huge thing in that inning if they would have gotten another run to cross the plate. Um, Hinch maybe says, you know what, this is less about uh, a confidence thing and more about we're trying to win a baseball game here and that too could have led to the reason why he pinch hit Diaz tonight I'd be interested to see this going forward if he has a different kind of a leash a shorter leash rather on Alvarez in the World Series yeah I, I think that uh, I would agree with that and, I, and I'm thinking in, in the National League parks 
uh, where you haven't, you have to have, you know, there's no DH. I, I would, I wouldn't be surprised to, to have Alvarez on the bench. I, I don't think anybody else is, that follows baseball is like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with that either. I, I think that, that that's going to be interesting. I before the playoffs started, I, I think that I would have been in the camp that said. Jordan Alvarez needs to play. I don't care if it's first base. I don't care if it's left field, right field. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I Jordan Alvarez, that bat cannot be taken out of that that nine because it's too important. And and I I almost still feel that. Yeah. Um. I because he's he's such a weapon and he's such a game changer that and, and we've seen what that he can do. I I guess I am just I, I think that I, my my approach as a fan and as somebody who that watches the game I I do not like the, this stretch was not great by Jordan uh I it it was not good it <laughs> he definitely did not rise to the occasion in in the ALDS and ALCS for the most part but he's still somebody that I don't just be like oh yeah bench him he he's not doing anything he's I I, I have the approach that you leave him in there and that that one that one that one pitch that he that he drives out of the park with two men on and hits a three-run home run that you can't not not playing Jordan Alvarez seems more negligent than benching him to to, to do whatever the alternative is. In in my opinion, how do you feel about that? Uh, I I mean I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. It's um it's going to be interesting. I th- I thought about this as you were going through that um, scenario in the World Series with the Nationals when you're in Washington for Game Three and Four. Um, he's a hell of a pinch hit. Um, option off of the bench if, in fact, Tucker's having some bad at-bats. Or, um, you know, Michael Brantley, you probably don't do that for Brantley, but maybe if Josh Reddick is having some, uh, you know, a, a poor game or something like that. He's an excellent option, you know, in the, in the fifth or sixth or seventh inning, however you see fit, to bring in in a big spot with runners on base. Maybe you feel like he's fixed, uh, you know, his issues. He's short to swing up a bit. Um, he's seeing the ball a little bit better. And you put him out there and, and trust him to execute. I think it's a really good option. I think these two days are going to be huge. They've been playing every day. Um, especially in this series since the what, what game was that? Game three um, yeah. got postponed due to the rain. Um, that just really threw a wrench. And it might be a beautiful thing at the end of the day for the sake of the Astros starting rotation to begin the World Series. But you didn't know that, you know, four games ago. Um, but it, it could be a beautiful thing in terms of the pitching. It could also be a huge... Uh, benefit to Jordan in particular, just getting these two days to fix him, fix himself mentally and physically. Yeah, I mean, I I completely agree with that. And and before we get out of here, and like I don't I don't want to keep you for too long, but I, I got nothing going on, man. This is what I've been waiting to do ever since the game ended. I want my man. About it. I'm so pumped up, my man, my man. Okay, so th- this this series ends. And you've got you've got Cole primed for for game one. So, do you think that Hinch goes and and splits Cole and JV and puts and puts Granky between Verlander and Cole, 
or, 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 or even, or even, or even like, and this is crazy, but even, yeah, like, or, or holds Granky for uh, game three to, to hit in a National League ballpark. That's, all right, that's a really good point. I think it's a really good question, but what's more important? Do you want to see Grinky, you know, just hit, or do you want the best possible matchup? Best possible matchup. Best possible matchup, plus the set yourself up for the best possible scenario for a lengthy series, which this very well could be. I don't, I don't know what the predictions are. I don't know what Vegas is thinking. I don't know what, you know, the, the experts are thinking, but if you're asking me when you've got a series that includes, you know, two guys in the American league that absolutely in my mind, and I'm not like everybody gets a ribbon kind of guy, but Jeez, man, Verlander and Cole, I would not have a problem if they split the damn Cy Young this year. Both of them. Are well, they should. They should. They're, they're completely worthy of it. But when you have Verlander, Cole, and Grinky, if you're the Astros, and you have the Nationals with uh, Scherzer, Strasburg, and Anibal Sanchez, the way that he's throwing the baseball right now, um, that tells me that this is going to be a long series, and you better get ready for it. So, yes. I would really consider, and I think it's the smart play, to go Cole, Grinky, Verlander. And then in a potential game four, you've got your bullpen day, which will include much of what you saw today, or Keedy Peacock, Peacock, or Keedy, however Hinch sees fit. Then coming back, coming back with uh, Garrett Cole for a game five, um, and maybe going Grinky and Verlander for a potential Game Seven. It depends on how the series unfolds beyond you know the first couple of three games. Yeah, you know, I going going into this going into the playoffs, I would have I, I would have told you that the the Astros were actually. You know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack on what I was about to say. The, the the Astros are the best team in this postseason. They are a better team than the Washington Nationals. Now, going into the World Series, the the Washington Nationals might be the the best matchup to to possibly beat them. Even though I I completely think that the Astros are a better team, and and that's that's just that's just bias, and and that is what it is. But 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 the the Washington Nationals Nationals have I mean they have Scherzer Strasburg Sanchez and then they have they have Patrick Corbin they have they have they have four they have four starters that can go with the Astros and um, I, I they don't have I, I don't think they have the the lineup to bang on the Astros like the Yankees I I I do think that that the ALCS was a de facto World Series. And I don't mean that as a disrespect to the Washington Nationals. I just, I, I think that that was, the, that was the best team. I, I think that the Tampa Bay Rays had the best pitching staff, and the Astros went through that. And then you dealt with the this this lineup and this best overall team, and the Yankees went. I mean, the Astros went through the Yankees, um, and that's no disrespect to the to the Washington Nationals. I just I I don't I I, I don't know. I I don't actually. I I honestly while I'm while I'm saying this, I I don't I don't know how to approach the Washington Nationals going into the World Series because I, I do feel that the Astros are the best team in the Major League Baseball, and they have been, and they're proving it. But 
that's a team that can match up well with them. What do you, Sean? What do you, what do you feel about the Washington Nationals, and uh, and and what this World Series could possibly bring? I think it's going to be an amazing World Series, man. I, I don't think it's going to be easy by any stretch, and I, I think you know people. People wrote off the Washington Nationals after the first 50 games of the season. They had a terrible start. I think it was like, what, 19 and 31 or something like that. It was awful. Um, And that was a really talented team all along. It's a really good mix of proven veterans, you know, guys that have a really bright future in baseball that have really turned it up, you know. Uh, everybody knows at this point about how good of a catcher Kirk Suzuki is. Um, Ryan Zimmerman at first, Howie Kendrick, the a, the NLDS that he had, the NLCS that he had, um, Trey Turner, Juan Soto. These are guys that can, you know, they've got the long ball as well. Um, I, I, I just think they're they're really well matched with the starters. I think the Astros, you know, have a better bench. I think they're deeper. I think they're smarter. Um, I, I think they're more clutch, and we've just seen it. And I haven't seen that over an extended period of time with the Washington Nationals. It's it's just simply to me, and they kind of come down to, you know, at this point, you're well over a 162. Guys are banged up. Guys are beat up. Um, you know, who can kind of reel that in? And if any team I feel like is primed to do that, to continue to push, it's the Astros. So I would give them the edge and the like, the longevity, the durability uh, factor here. I think I think Presley is going to hurt the Astros. It, it, it when Presley went out today, I immediately said, when Jose Urquidy comes in, he has to give you three. No question, he has to give you three innings because you cannot go deeper into this bullpen and run the risk of having Will Harris need to come in in a big-time spot in the sixth inning, you know, earlier than you need to. And look, he had to come in early and get an out. And then he came back and and, and pitched, uh, uh, what was it, the seventh or eighth inning? I can't remember. Um, But that's not ideal for your eighth-inning guy. Uh, a guy that you've used in high leverage spots before that's not used to coming back and sitting on a bench and then going back out on the field again. The Astros, you know, they've got guys that are uh, very flexible, very versatile. They can do that in the postseason when when the time calls for it. Um, so it was a, it was really the best case scenario tonight. It's things like that that I think are going to swing this series because both can swing the bats, both have incredible arms, both have really good bullpens. Fernando Rodney and his crooked ass hat still scare the hell out of me sometimes. Uh-huh. So I, I think it's going to be an amazing World Series. Yeah, I, I I don't. I mean, the the baseball purist in me wants it to be an amazing World Series, but the the Astros fan in me wants it to just be shut down. I I, I just <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, and and I think that the uh, I think that the Nationals, at least from a uh, from starting pitching, like. This this is a fun matchup. It, it's yeah. a fun matchup, it, and, and I'm trying to look at it from a uh, an objectional standpoint, where I'm just like looking at it and like, ah. like they, they those. I mean, you're Scherzer, Strasburg, Sanchez, Corbin. Like these are these are these are top 
these are top arms. These are this is top of the line. And then you're talking about you're talking about Cole Verlander, Granky, and then you're. I mean, I, it's this is this could be fun, but but when it when it comes down to it, like and 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 the, and the Nationals have plenty of. Veteran bats, and I mean they have you like you. I mean you talked about Zimmerman, and and I know that I mean Soto's young. What what is he? Is he even twenty one yet? We don't even know. We don't even know how. We don't even know how old Soto is yet. He's only twenty. His birthday's actually going to be here in a few days during the um, during the World Series. I think. I think he. I think he has my birthday. I think he's on October twenty sixth or twenty fifth. Let's throw him. We should throw him a joint birthday party. Which just like let's go. Let's go. Let's take him out. Let's get him hammered. Where he can't do anything and he can't fu- and he can't function, and he's just like, oh, I can't. I don't even know what to do. I mean, but <laughs> a guy like that that's been like, I I don't even know how to relate to guys that guys like that that have been playing Major League Baseball for for some amount of time and like Pujols did this. And I mean, there's been there. I mean, there's been plenty of guys that have come up and that have been playing Major League Baseball that just weren't of age. I yeah. Soto Soto is, is just a beast. It's an absolute beast. And I mean, and 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 they they have a they have a lot of guys that that can contribute. But in terms of depth, like they don't, they're not the Houston Astros. No. So I mean, and and they're and they're. I, I don't know if the I don't know if the if their pitching evens out the series somewhat. I I think it should probably because it's a, it's a different kind of series. Like you have uh, the Astros going the the DS and they're they're dealing with the Tampa Bay who d- doesn't have starting pitching. And you're you're dealing with openers and bullpen games and guys every other inning, and and Boone kind of took a page from that, and and does sort of the same thing in the in the CS. I don't and it's probably indicative of what he was working with, and he didn't really have any options there. And that's that's just is what it is. But now but now you're back into the World Series where you're dealing with probably the only other team in the Major League Baseball. That has starting pitching that plays old school baseball, you know. So so now you're dealing you're now you're dealing with guys that and 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 that doesn't necessarily hurt the Houston Astros, but it's it's a different approach now. They have to they have to reset and realize that that the Nationals are they have front end starters that are going to pitch until they can't pitch anymore, and I mean for. I almost want to go out on a limb and say that that this benefits the Houston Astros because that's that's the kind of approach that that they take when they, when they're when they're facing another pitcher. They they want to see as much as they can over multiple innings, and I I, I think that that could possibly be a thing that gives the Astros an advantage. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Uh, you know, it's it's always easy to say that. Look, just you get into you get into a team's bullpen when they've got you know stud starters like the Washington Nationals do, like the Houston Astros do, and get into the pen early, and you know let's see if you can execute late. Let's see if you can um, you know scratch a run or two across and, and and get get some insurance, especially if it's a home game type of situation for your team. I like that mentality for the Astros against the Nationals if they're able to get to Scherzer or Strasburg or Corbin or Sanchez early in some of these games because the Nationals' bullpen kind of reminds me of the Astros' bullpen 
you know, in 2017 and really in 2015, they had their dudes. Right. You know, there, there was there was three, four, and you know, I guess the kind of the Astros have kind of figured that out now, but now they're missing one of them in Ryan Presley. He's not going to be there. He's hurt. He's done. Yeah, that's terrifying. So you know, your dudes, if you're the Astros, is. You know, the emergence of Joe Smith, huge. Love that guy. He's so different um, than a Will Harris, than a Presley, um, than, than a Rondone or an Osuna. The ball just comes out of his hand. I mean, it, it you don't have time to make those adjustments when you're a batter in a high-leverage situation. And that is beneficiary to a guy like Joe Smith with his, with his delivery and movement on his pitches. But the Nationals are that team as well in that they trust very few dudes out of their pen. And those guys are Fernando Rodney, Tanner Rainey, Sean Doolittle. Sean Doolittle, yeah. You know, and those are your, those are your guys. That's it. You know, if, if you can get to the pen and force them into some high leverage situations earlier than they're used to. So instead of maybe the, you know, seventh or eighth and you can get them in there in the in the fifth and the sixth. Um, then, boy, that's absolutely huge for your club. And we haven't seen very long stretches of these Astro bats as quiet as it is now. And, yeah, it's the postseason. It's extremely difficult to hit in the postseason. But we're talking about one of the best offensive lineups ever assembled (laughs) uh, with this Houston Astros team. So it's only a matter of time. If you thought eight runs the other night and it took two, three-run homers to put it on the board, um, I think the bats are – are really primed to break out at some point here. And it it really benefits the Astros in getting that home field advantage throughout and in the World Series. They get those first two to Minute Maid Park. That, that could be crucial. That could be a huge swing in the series, the first two games. Yeah, you know what? And, and, I, and I don't want to I, I don't want to come out like too too swayed against the uh, the Washington Nationals because I do respect them as an organization as a team I I, I, I love what they've done I, I think they're a good matchup but yeah the, if, if the Astros come out and, and 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 I do think they will break out and I I, I think that this is when the de- this is where the depth really tips towards the Houston Astros. The uh, I just don't think that the Nationals can keep up with with the Astros bats. I, I think that the, that you you alluded to the fact that that, that a, a breakout is is imminent. I completely agree. I, I think that the, the a bats breakout. I think that the Nationals just get uh, blitzkrieged. <laughs> from from the jump, and and, and I'm not like I I I, I don't want to just I, I'm trying to I'm trying to be democratic in uh in what I say because I do respect the Nationals. I they they won the National League. I, I think that they're they're an incredible baseball team, but I I think that the Astros come out and just blitzkrieg them in in the in the in the first two games, and and they they. It's it's tough for them to recover. I I would not be surprised if it does not make it back to to Houston for uh, 
for 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 any games that that the celebration happens in uh in Washington and by in Washington I mean in Virginia and by in Virginia I mean I don't know whatever that whatever that area is we nobody knows what that area is <laughs> hey, hey Patrick let, let me ask you this question um with with Max Scherzer and uh Fernando Rodney and there might be a, there might be another guy or two um that has uh, played with you know some Astros, but I was thinking Justin Verlander in particular, and just from a, a pitching uh, philosophy, you know, uh, looking for an advantage. Like, do you think that either way, you know, that Verlander could help uh, Astro pitchers and hitters out with tendencies or ideas or understanding the way that a guy like Max Scherzer or Fernando Rodney think when they're on the mound? Could that be an advantage for the Astros? Yeah. By the same token, could it be an advantage for the Washington Nationals, knowing how Justin Verlander likes to operate and so on and so forth? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's. I think it'd be an advantage. I mean, yes, that, I mean, Scherzer has what? I mean, I mean, he knows as much about Verlander as Verlander knows about Scherzer. Um, I... Uh, I, I I don't want to I don't want to comment t- too confidently on this because I I don't know I don't know Scherzer like how much of a student he is I I know that Verlander is a baseball nerd and that uh, and this could be just the the Homer in me so I I think that that definitely I could see Verlander uh, giving giving the Astros batters. In, in advantage w- dealing with Scherzer, but I mean, I, I it's not like Scherzer doesn't know about Verlander and can't do the same thing. I, I, I I'm trying to, and I'm doing this like I'm doing this live while I'm talking to you. Like I'm trying to figure out like how much is the Astros being a great team? How much is the is the Nationals? Like I'm, I'm trying. I'm just. I'm. I'm trying to like weigh what, 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 what we're dealing with here. Because I mean, the the, the core of me says that the Astros are the much better team, and they should win the World Series. But uh, that doesn't mean that that's the that that's the case. Like baseball has to happen, and the Washington Nationals seem to be somewhat of a team of destiny. Uh, I don't want to discredit them by saying that. So I, I I'm just I'm I'm kind of going back and forth with uh, how I feel about this series because it's it's brand new, kind of. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I asked the question because you know it's it's one of those things that doesn't really have a a, a solid answer because right. we don't know the Washington Nationals as well as um, you know national fans themselves. We just don't see them. We barely paid attention to them for but maybe just a third of the season. Once we you know looked up and said, "Hey, this team's for real." Um, but I, I think it comes down to. You know, we know this Astros ball club is extremely studious, right, when it comes to finding an advantage, um, you know, that they can pick apart from the opposition. You know, whether, whether it be, you know, picking up on guys tipping pitches or the ability for them to just 
master given a certain opponent stealing signs or this, that, or the other thing, just understanding the outfield or the infield and, you know, who's got this kind of a glove or this kind of an arm. And, you know, we're really going to take advantage of a situation here. We, we don't really know that about the Nationals, but I would say this. If Justin Verlander could give a, a significant amount of knowledge to the Astros in regards to maybe a Fernando Rodney or a Max Scherzer that could help them at different points in the game, I would trust the Astros to execute that um, knowledge more than I would the Washington Nationals of executing anything they think they have. Right. Right. And right. Okay. So, and and going off that before before we close out here. So, Sean, what what would be what is your prediction for, for this World Series? And of course, all the pressure is on you. Don't don't make the wrong prediction because this is on record, and everybody will they will yell at you. They will send you they will send you mean emails if you are wrong. What is <laughs> what is your prediction for this this 2019 World Series? Well, you just you just said that, you know, maybe a lot of people feel like the Nationals are a team of destiny. I feel like we're watching one of the most special teams um, ever assembled in baseball in my lifetime with the Astros here. And it, it, it's there. There are a lot of teams that experience magical moments and you kind of become a prisoner of the moment. And it, it, it affects your thinking, your, your emotions, and you get caught up in those things and you make maybe some predictions or, you know, you analyze things differently than you really should. Perception is different than reality. I think what we're watching with this Astros ball club right now is special. I think they are um, by far the best team in Major League Baseball. So I don't think you're too crazy when you said that the ALCS essentially was the World Series because the Yankees were the clear-cut number two. And, you know, I said by far it really was close. The Yankees are a damn good team. Astros are better. I think the Astros win this series against the Nationals. I'll, I'll, I'll say they win it in six because of the unknown factor I have for the Nationals, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Astros win it in five. Yeah, I, 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 have, to, I have to agree with you there. That's a, uh, a good assessment. Um, I, I, we'll have to, we'll have to have you back on during this world series. If you, if you're willing to do that. Anytime, dude. I love it. I love it. I, I appreciate you doing this. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying not to get too nervous about the world series. Cause I, I want to go riot like the Astros. Like it, it's, it's weird. It's weird to have a team from, from this city that, that takes care of business. You know, and, and and like we're, and we're like and we're like we're we're seeing this a team that that does take care of business and that wins when the when the, not only when their backs against the wall but when they're supposed to win and it's it's just changing my whole mentality as a uh, as a Houston sports fan and I'm excited Sean Bajani I appreciate you coming on the, doing this show for us uh, come come back on during the World Series for for sure and uh, and, we'll, and we'll talk and we'll we'll do some uh, some more assessment of the uh, the Washington Nationals but I, I appreciate it um, I, I I think I, I think I say Astros in five Astros in five. And and that's my prediction, and uh, and and that's that. So we'll uh, we'll see you guys later on. I appreciate it.